Are you all ready for this? We're back at it again. They they tried to stop us. But man, we just we beat them off. Everyone who mm-hmm. came towards us trying to stop us, we beat them off. Yep. We we jumped, monsters grabbed us, but we we stretched out our arms using the Looney Tunes physics. And and we slam dunked it and we're back. It is good to be back. It's like a nice warm shower on a Sunday evening right after you, you get done shoveling the driveway. Oh, I love I love a post driveway shovel shower. Maybe you got uh, a mug of hot cocoa in your hand. Maybe. Not not while shoveling. That would be difficult. I feel like there's an invention there, James. A camelback? <laughs> Is that what you're going for? A, a, a camelback that allows for hot beverages. And, so you can and sip keeps, hot cocoa. And it keeps you warm at the same time, oh too. Oh, my goodness. Because it's like a camelback you wear TM, like a suit. TM, 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 TM. TM, TM. Wow. I'll start working on Man. some uh, mock-ups. Yeah, well, you know, Andrew, we're we're gonna need more ideas like that to trademark because uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we've kind of been living off of the revenue we've generated from this podcast. Like, the, neither one of us are working like a normal job anymore. We've just been kind of this has been our full time gig. Yeah, and we've and, been we've been making so much money that we can even go to every other week and still be living large and you know getting that getting that large coke from mcdonald's now instead of just the medium just things like that yeah a lot of people say why even bother when there's free refills i'm like i'm not going inside there's a pandemic on like come on right oh oh but yeah that's an that's an excellent point this you know fantasy football and this podcast isn't going to be a year-round thing so we might have to start coming up with some ideas. So let's try. Let's uh, let's get some more inventions going. What are? Tell me okay. a problem in your life, and I'll come yep, up with is, an invention. This is good. This is good. All right. Problem in my life. My feet are sometimes too hot, but then other times they're too cold. Um. You have a. You know how like you have a sink on a sink you can like turn it one way and it's cold and then you can turn it the other way and the water is warm. Yeah. You have, you have socks that have one button that can make it cold and one button that can make it warm. Oh, that's interesting. So how, how would they, so, so like making it hot, it'd be like, like you just have heating elements connected to like a battery. Uh, How would you make it cold? Do you think? 
How, how could we um, do that? Cooling elements connected to a battery. Oh, that's perfect. Genius. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. All right. I got a problem for you, James. Okay. All right. Hit me with it. Marker poops. <sighs> Just get to the double yep. digits on those wipes. Hmm. You know, do you know, I, I don't know if anyone else had this, but uh, uh, growing up, like, you know, we get dandelions in our backyard and front yard, just all over the yard. It's like, ah, I can't have these dandelions in my, in my beautiful green lawn. Um, so there's like this machine that you could like, you, you put it over like the dandelion clump and then you like step on it and it would like sink like grabbers into the ground and it would like grab like the the dandelion plant and like its full root system and then you, you just like yank it out and yeah. you just get the full root system. It just gets it all out of there. It gets it all out. All at um, once. So so basically like that, but maybe just a little gentler. All right. I think that's I think between the the camelback for hot cocoa. The warm and cool socks <laughs> and the the poop grabber. I think we're going to be... TM, TM. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we should be set until next season, I would think, at least. Can you get in touch with um, the the programming directors for, for Shark Tank, James? Can you take the lead on that? Oh, yeah. I'll call up, I'll call up, uh, I'll call up the cube. I'll uh, start working on some PowerPoints, get some swivel transitions in there and some fade outs. Maybe you some... can do a choreographed dance. They love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're a sucker for those choreographed dances. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I'm a sucker for, James? Ponzi schemes. <laughs> That's true. Ooh. Yeah, but we don't want lost to lost a lot of money from that. Um. But also the 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 week ten recap. Uh, the week ten recap. All right, let's go. Da 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 da. da. Week ten. Week ten. Recap! Yay! That was great. I felt like I was on a roller coaster. That's what I was going for. Really? Oh my god. Should I be like a voice actor? I think you should. Maybe maybe that's our next podcast. I, I'm sure no one's ever done that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can get like a bunch of voice actors to do like a D and D podcast. Oh I bet there's some money there. I bet that'd get some people interested. Yeah. All right, James. Week 10, we have six different matchups. Let's be a little uh let's be a little selfish and talk about our matchup first because that was my favorite personally. Hmm. Really? Really? It you was, know, yeah. Man, it might be a little biased there. I I am a little biased, yeah, I can admit that, but um Taking you down by a score of 122.9 to 93.6. Um, it felt good. Honestly, James, I think the story of this matchup is just looking at your bench 
that was tough. <laughs> that was oh, it's bad. My, my heart does go out to you. And honestly, the fact that you were able to put up almost 94 points with the starting roster you had to to go out there with, you would have beat, um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six different teams with this starting roster. So, uh, yeah, just sh- shed some light on the li- for the listeners here on what exactly is going on on your bench there. Um, so, you know, my team this year, hasn't been the best as as I'm sure everyone it's it's easy to see um and I've been I've been hit with injuries and like other teams have also been hit with injuries maybe more so mine specifically just got a perfect storm of everyone getting injured and also having a bye week this week and perfectly time for when I played you Andrew very very conveniently but yeah so I had you know my first round pick Clyde and my second round pick Julio on bye weeks, you know, this bye weeks, whatever you plan around those. Then I had my third round pick Kenny Galladay been injured earlier in the season gets injured again. Thank you. Uh, we had my fourth round pick. Uh, oh gee, I can't, he's, yeah, he's down on my IR spot cause he got injured. David Johnson. Yay. Thank you. My fifth round pick David Montgomery. He got injured. Thank you. Uh, and then my great, you know, running back pickup, Miles Gaskin. Ooh, he's been injured too. Great. Yeah, that's... I started. I started Adrian Peterson and Kalen Balage in my two running back spots. Yeah, that's, and Kalen Balage got me rough. double digits. Like Kalen Balage was just um, wasn't he like just signed the week before he, was, he played? He was. He was on a practice. He was on the practice squad of the Chargers, and that got got called up the week before and had a decent game. And then he went back to the practice squad because even with that good performance, they're like, "No, but like he sucks, though." And then they had to confirm that Justin Jackson or whoever was going to be injured again, and then they brought him back up. and And that's who I started. That's a that's a wild ride. I started Tim Patrick. Do you know who Tim Patrick is? I don't either. <laughs> but you started him, and he got you yeah, eight and points. He, he got me eight points, which, like, that's not bad. He got me almost as many points as Carson Wentz. Thanks, Carson. Yeah, uh, for, the, for the options that you have, being able to assemble a team, you were like Danny Ocean out there pulling in the Asian with the flippies, the money man, the two brothers who always fight. Um, you didn't quite get away with the heist, though. No, I didn't. But it and was... I, I didn't, I didn't deserve to win this week, based on the terribleness of my team. And it just hurts that, like, honestly, if my team would have been perfectly healthy, I probably would have scored the same amount of points. Sadly, it's 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 been a rough year. Yeah. <sighs> well, but as... enough about my team. Yeah, uh, just not quite enough about your team, though, because while you might, um, you know, not be in the running for a, a playoff position, as we will talk more about when we get to the playoff picture section, there's still that first round buy that you can try and avoid in the loser's bracket there. So uh, hopefully these players coming back from buy and injury will help you out a bit. But yeah, on the on the flip side, Alvin Kamara, 
continuing to be amazing. Um, I don't even think he should be considered a running back because of all of his receiving stats. It's pretty crazy. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Kareem Hunt, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett all contributed as well. But uh, surprisingly, Ryan Suckup, Tampa Bay's kicker, was my third highest scorer of the week with 17 points. So Yeah, didn't, didn't need it, but nice to have. Yeah. Just just bump up that points for for the for the, the tiebreakers. Tie yeah. So that was a, a much needed win as we are approaching the end of the regular season. Uh, my record is now five and five while you are at three and seven. Woohoo. Okay, who are we looking at next here, James? Uh there's only one choice. That is of course source of error versus all Sunday clay ASC. All um, Sunday Clay, ASE, 100 points exactly. You'll love to see it. Just meanwhile, very satisfying. Meanwhile, Sean fell a little short this week with just 82.9 points. Let's uh, look at the winner here first. How did Clay's team fare this week? Uh, well, his top score was Naeem Hines, which kind of surprising. So wouldn't wouldn't have expected that from Naeem. But, you know, he's actually had uh, – he scored 26 points for Clay, And that is his third game this year where he scored around 20 points. So he, he, he seems to randomly score really big. And did, he did that this week for Clay, and uh, helped get him the win. Um also had Justin Jefferson scoring 17.5 points for him. Uh, and Justin Jefferson helped Minnesota com- complete the three-game sweep of the NFC North, shocking the world and really ruining the Vikings draft pick. Um, but, yeah, great, good job, Justin Jefferson. Uh, and then, um, honestly, no one else really – showed up on his team kind of mad across the board yeah. got good points from his defense and kicker but that's about it yeah clay was also struggling a little bit this week with injuries and buys uh, McCaffrey came back for one game to beat David and then got injured again um, Chris Carson <laughs> still dealing with an injury and Tyree kill on bye so um, scoring 100 points pretty solid with the team that he had to uh, put out on his starting roster as well um, Meanwhile, looking at Clay, um, but before oh, we move on, yeah, um, Clay does now have two open bench spots on his team. He's getting ready for a big move. I guess is he gonna draft like a three-headed player that I don't know about? That like, is it like one of those inventory systems where like like some items take up multiple slots? Probably, yeah. It's it's just like a crazy big player. You know who I bet it is? It's just that George Washington Johnson. Oh, that's true. He has so many names. He's... He takes up three spots just because of all three of those but, names. But the thing is, it's worth it because, yeah. like, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, enough enough about Clay. Good good win, Clay. He goes to six and four on the year. Um, and we have Sean on the other side. Uh, let's see. Who – who let him down? Let's not talk about his good players, Andrew. Let's just talk about the people that really, really screwed the pooch this week. 
Uh, his wide receivers by far, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, two players who have no, who are known for their big playability, were limited to uh, 2.6 and 3.8 points. So Ooh. very tough weeks from those wide receivers, along with Drew Locke at quarterback. Uh, Sean decided to start Drew Locke over Matthew Stafford this week, who scored uh, just seven points. Drew Locke came through with just seven, while... Stafford came through with 23. Uh, the difference wouldn't have quite been able to make up um, his his deficit to Clay. But, yeah, uh, between the quarterback and the two wide receivers there, definitely letting him down. Um, but he did get Nick Chubb back for the first time since his injury, and he was looking pretty good. So uh, might be promising for Sean from the, the uh, running back positions there. Well, uh, with that defeat, Sean goes to five and five. While all Sunday Clay ASC goes to six and four. All right, next matchup: Alexander Jamilton versus Saquon 2.0. Who came out victorious in this one, James? Uh, well, it was Alexander Jamilton who scored less points than I did by just a little bit, but he still gets a win. Because life is unfair, but whatever. Uh, yeah, not 90.9 points for Alexander Jamilton to Saquon 2.0's 75.1. Not a great week from Jackson. Yeah, he's been he's been struggling a bit as of late, trending downwards. Um, but he also was dealing with some buys. Uh, Travis Kelsey, who is one of his top weekly scorers, Calvin Ridley. Um, C.D. Lamb all on the bench this week with a bye designation. But Jonathan Taylor, Mike Davis, not very good weeks at all, uh, both below seven points. A.J. Green, A.J. Green put up a goose egg, um, and Evan Ingram came away with just 2.5 points. So definitely a, a lower scoring week for Saquon 2.0 there. Um, meanwhile, what happened on Zach's team this week? Well, Zach didn't have a huge week, but he did get some good performances from uh, Justin Herbert, who seems like has now replaced Lamar Jackson for Alexander Jamilton. Um, Lamar Jackson just not not quite having the same year that he had last year, I think it's fair to say. Um, Justin Herbert has been pretty solid, though, uh, scoring 20.4 points this week. And also uh, Antonio Gibson. Had a pretty good week scoring, uh, j- just getting over 20 points. That's that's good to see. And yeah. uh, fellow, fellow Washington teammate Terry McLaurin managed to score just under 14 points for Zach. Um, and then all the rest of his players scored, uh, looks like, eight or less points across the board. Yeah, 90, 91 points um, for his total isn't a great number to have. And well, every single player on Zach's starting roster, their NFL team came away with a loss. Uh, Zach's team came away with a win, moving him to 5-4-1, uh, compared to Jackson's new record of 6-4. and four. Oh, you know, you know what I think it was? What's that? I, I think it was the Chiefs' D. It was on a bye week. That's what did it. Ah, that'll get you every time. Mm-hmm. All right, 
Next matchup, the Shape of Lake Water versus the Lukington football team. Uh, definitely a closer matchup this week. Uh, less than 10 points separating the two teams, but David came away victorious, 113.2 to Luke's 103.1. Did you see the Hail Mary from Kyler Murray? I I didn't. I wasn't watching the game live, but I heard of it, and I did watch it several times in the ensuing days. It was very, it was very impressive. And of course, of course, it was to DeAndre Hopkins because who else? He's very good. Yeah, it's not going to be Andy Isabella, that's for sure. <laughs> Isabella, it was a great throw by Kyler too. He was, uh, you know, he was running to his left now to kind of contort his body. And then just yeet it downfield. Pro- yeah. Probably couldn't even see him. Just like, ah, Hopkins, he's got to be down Somewhere. there. Well, that completion. And that's a good bet. Like, I mean, like, if you need a touchdown, like, ah, I'll just toss it. Hopkins is probably there. He'll, right. He's got a chance. I feel like between Hopkins and, and Julio, those are probably the two, maybe Michael Thomas, but, like, those are the two guys that you would trust most in a situation like that. Yeah, honestly, like con- contested catch, like like that, I'd say yeah. Julio and Hopkins are head and shoulders above the rest of the league, both figuratively and literally. Yeah, but yeah, that completion locked in the win for both Arizona and David's team. Um, Kyler Murray now sitting as the number one overall running back. Uh, Josh Jacobs, James Robinson also had big weeks. Um, his wide receivers and tight end kind of let him down, but got some help from special teams as well, getting 13 points each out of the Saints D and Miami kicker Jason Sanders. So a uh, pretty solid week. 113 is a, a pretty solid score. Uh, second highest of the league in week 10. And on the flip side, we got Lukington football team, who unfortunately gets another loss this week, only putting up 103 points. Uh, Josh Allen did his best, even in a losing effort, to uh, try to get Luke the win, scoring 26 points. Uh, but the rest of his team, you know, look at his team like, you know, his, his two running backs, you know, scored 11-14, and then wide receivers 14-7. Not the best, but not terrible. Um, but, yeah, just not, just not quite enough from the rest of his team. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, 103, still a solid score. That's actually the third highest score of this week. He just happened to be playing the team with the second highest score this week. So a little unfortunate, but Luke is still sitting at uh, second place in the standings now with a record of 6-3-1 and one, compared to David's now 5-5. Five and five. And next matchup, me and the Melon Gal versus Who's Your Daddy? Brandon on a bit of a winning streak. Cy really is that uh, slump buster because now Brandon is 2-8 and eight with this score of 80.2 over Jake's 69.9. Uh, Low-scoring matchup between these two teams. Yeah, it's Brandon's not, not exactly lighting the world on fire, but getting his, his first two wins back-to-back has definitely got to feel good. And, yeah, seriously, Angie called it. With the side being the slump buster, there, there's got to be something to that. Yeah. Um, so, Brandon, Drew Brees was his quarterback who got injured at halftime. So, that could be why 
he only came away with seven points, but DeAndre Swift had his breakout game, uh, 23.4 points. Uh, Miles Sanders, who he got earlier in the season on a trade, is finally starting to be healthy enough to play, and he got 12 and a half. So good to see him. Outscoring Michael Thomas this week. Yeah. Yeah, kind of funny how both people in that trade got injured and have been injured for most of the season. Yeah. See, that, that's why I never trade. That's the reason. Yep. Uh, but yeah, overall... I, I just don't want people to get injured. I don't know. Does that very... make me a good person? Does that make me a saint? I don't know. History will tell. Are you saying like a teammate of Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas? Because I don't think not trading players in fantasy gets you onto an NFL roster, but... No, I think to be a, a New Orleans Saint, I would have to want to hurt people intentionally. <laughs> oh, sure. that, was a solid, that was a solid burn there. Yeah, take that. Take that, Sean Payton. I know you're listening. I know you listen. And if he doesn't, I'm going to send this one to him. Yeah, I'm going to send it on a VHS tape somehow. I'm going to mail it to him. Mm, take that. God. Uh, well, Brandon uh, started the Washington defense that scored zero. So that's pretty fun. Yeah, I just think that's a, it's, yeah. it's just kind of a fun thing. Just a little fact. Basically mm-hmm. started no defense. But, yeah, got the win. Um, Jake had Patrick Mahomes on by. So that's obviously going to hurt him. Uh, went with yeah. Derek Carr, who only came through with seven. So, uh, unfortunately, you know, having your, your top player – unavailable and having a, a poor replacement is, is not going to be great, but the rest of his team also kind of let him down. Top yeah. He kind of, he uh, m- missed some points on his bench this week. Uh, yeah. His, his highest score was Matt Prater, 16 points, uh, helped out by the game winning kick uh, in that Lions game. Nice job, Matt Prater, but uh, left, left Marvin Jones, Deontay Johnson and Boston Scott on the bench who all scored double digits. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a shame. What what could have been? Tough week for Jake as well. Um, yeah, now just kind of fighting uh, between you and, and Brandon for that uh, bye week, trying to avoid that last place, uh, the loser's bracket bye week. So uh, still still fighting for, you know, a, a spot out of there. Um, yeah, it's a real it's a real mud wrestling competition between the three of us to see see who's who's the best of the worst. Yeah, only time will tell. Yep. Uh, and I think time will tell us right now who won between Smashed Ham and Dormy Samuels. Well, it's kind of a shocker, but uh, Smashed Ham gets another loss, and Dormy Samuels gets another win. Uh, Smash Ham only scoring 72 points this week. Ouch. Yeah. While Dormy Staniels and Cy scores 100.9 points. Get yeah, that dub. Toughest part for Mad Sable was uh, Russell Wilson, who up until this point has been on fire, um, starting to starting to slip a little bit and getting some more interceptions, I think. In his last four games, he's thrown seven interceptions and had three fumbles. So uh, struggling a little bit more with the turnovers here and only came through with 10 points. Um, 
Dalvin Cook limited to 13, which by his standards is, um, you know, a disappointment. Oh, it's terrible. And James Conner, Cooper Cup, Jimmy Graham, Robbie Anderson, uh, nobody helped out except for DeAndre Hopkins in a large part due to that uh, game-winning catch. But uh, Sai somehow continues to get these wins. <laughs> uh, man, it's just, but... it's crazy just looking at his bench. He doesn't have a, a ton of depth. He doesn't have a lot of options. But his starters consistently come through. Tom Brady, Ronald Jones, Adam Thielen, just all-stars. Like Will Fuller and Curtis Samuel didn't have good weeks. But Tom Brady, Ronald Jones... Adam Thielen made up for it. Um, he just continues to find ways to win, and it's impressive. Yeah, even with uh, Zeke and Amari Cooper and Harrison Bucker on a bye week, still manages to pull out a win. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Cy moving to 6-4, and four, while Smashed Ham still at the top of the standings, uh, now with a record of 7-3. and three. And I think that's going to wrap it up for our Week 10 recap. What's you better our... you better make sure to to keep the flash off because we're about to take a playoff picture. Click. Okay, James, we have three weeks left of the regular season, and after last week, these standings are getting very tight. Uh, between third place and ninth place, there's only one game. A bunch of players separated into records of six and four and five and five, and Zach's there in the middle at five, four, and one. So uh, pretty close, and, and it's going to be an exciting finish, I believe. Yeah, I mean, it really is, you know, besides uh, Jake, myself, and Brandon, it's kind of it's kind of anyone's ball game right now, yeah. so to speak. Well, looking at the playoff picture, we will start by talking about those three teams you mentioned down at the bottom. Me and the Melangal, Abed Smell Bad, and Who's Your Daddy all have a 0% chance of making playoffs, so... Definitely a bummer for those three teams, but yeah, as we've that been, seems, over... that seems pretty low on the scale of numbers. Like yeah, zero sounds like one of the lower ones. That's probably one of the lower ones that you can mm-hmm. get. Yeah, yeah, that is that is a bummer. But yeah, as we've been talking about, I'm still trying to fight for that uh, playoff by trying to avoid that. Um, Jake is sitting with the best percent chance to finish in 10th place, followed by you, and then by Brandon. Um, Brandon currently has an 83% chance to finish dead last, while you have 12 and Jake has 4. So, um, Brandon's still the favorite there, but... Yeah, three weeks left. I I just need, like... I just need, like one of my people that spontaneously combusted in the past two weeks to like be healthy again. Yeah. If you can, you know, kind of clean up that bench and have some of those players come back. 
but uh, week 12, James Terhar plays Brandon Hubbard. So Ooh, that will be, uh, that will be, be a fun. very big one. I, unfortunately, I think week 13, I play uh, Smash Ham. Yeah, yeah that's, that's less fortunate. That's going to be a, a tougher one to get by, yeah. Unless, Unless. He, he already has a bye week and he just rests his players. Oh. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Just takes the week off, decides to like study medical journals. That could be. I feel like there's a big test around that time. Yeah, it, it's got to be. There always I feel is. Like, I feel like med school always schedules a big test around week 13 of the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's 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 that old wives' tale. That that old idiom. Well, speaking of idiom. No, I won't do it. Where are you going with this one? I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, Speaking of Matt Sable, he is sitting (laughs) at the top with a 99.95% chance of making playoffs. uh, Nearly locked in last week, he was at 100%. So he is is trending down a little bit after that week hmm. 10 loss. Okay. So, Andrew, I'm kind of questioning this. uh, So... The software, if it gives a hundred percent chance, and then it drops down from one hundred percent, I think that's me kind of glorifying what these results are actually saying. Uh, what these results are saying, in all ten thousand of the simulations completed from this software, one hundred percent of them, Matt Zabel made the playoffs. Okay, so it's like it's a rounding error. Yeah. Could be. Okay. So there if if we ran ten thousand and two simulations, then maybe one of those would have popped up as him not making the playoffs. But um so when I say percent chance, it's really yeah. out of the ten thousand simulations. Okay. Well it looks like out of those ten thousand, only five of them he uh doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Which would be insane. Like I mean I guess like the playoffs are pretty tight, but that would be crazy if Matt Zabel somehow didn't make yeah. the playoffs. Especially because um, when we're looking at the points four, which again is the oh, yeah. tiebreaker, Matt Zabel is in the lead of all of all teams, not just the ones closely grouped together. Yeah, not not even just the ones in the in the league. If you look at the NFL team scores, Matt Zabel is actually leading them too. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The the average NFL team is actually scoring less than uh than a hundred points on average every week. I don't know. Man. A lot of people don't know that. Why isn't Matt Zabel like a football coach? I don't know. I've been saying this Why for years. Why is school? he going I know, it's a waste of freaking time. Oh my god. Like if Adam Gase can do it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much anyone can do it. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of other people, um, Lukington football team and Saquon 2.0 are just a few percentage points 
behind Matt Zabel on that playoff percentage likelihood. Um, looks like Luke is at 95 and some decimals, and then uh, Jackson is at 93% chance to make playoffs. Um, yeah, both, both, both seem kind of like locks. For the they did part. both drop from their previous estimations, though, after they both took a um, Week 10 loss. And Jackson is sitting at 6-4, and four, but uh, he does have a, a higher points for total as well. So that's going to help him out in some of those tiebreakers. Um, after that is kind of where the uh, cutoff happens, and we get our mix of six teams all fighting for those three final spots. Um, leading the way is Dormy Staniels with a 64.5% chance. Um, the the Week 10 win definitely helped out, uh, especially going up against Smashed Ham. But as we mentioned last time, uh, Tom Brady, Ronald Jones, Rob Gronkowski all do for a bye week in Week 13. So mm. uh, could could hurt his chances there. But if he can get himself in a good position these next two weeks, he's got David Book and Sean Skurbeck on the schedule. So two other teams fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, certainly no guaranteed wins there. And uh, yeah. next team on our list is at 57%. So pretty close. Uh, as the shape of Lake Water, which is of course David Book's team, uh, looks like David has a zero percent chance of getting the first place spot, but he has a nineteen percent chance of getting the sixth place spot. So, so that's numbers. Sorry, no, that's nineteen. Man, wait, I said nine. You oh, did gosh. say nineteen. Man, it's happening again. I can't. I can't say words or numbers. Words and numbers are tough. Do you want to it, switch to like shapes or colors? Yeah, a blueberry squirrel, <laughs> apricot, triangle, triangle, square, circle, XX. Now I'm just saying PlayStation words. Um, I'll translate. Yeah, so, I can translate. Okay, thank you. Yeah, David's sitting at 57.5%. Um, he's uh, definitely more concentrated into the 4th, 5th, and 6th place positions, which makes sense based on his standings. Um, but Bassett Trace and Bandage is at 57.3% point, uh, chance, so pretty close between those two teams. Um, I do have a... Uh, 0.15% chance to get first, uh, but again, more concentrated in the 4th, um, 5th, and 6th positions. Now, while Zach is currently ahead of both David and myself in the standings with that tie, he is a little bit behind in the percents with 53. Yeah, that that's really interesting, and I, I think it has to come down to his points for total being below both David and myself. Um, in fact, when he when it comes to points for total, Zach is sitting at the uh, fourth from the bottom position. So all of the playoff teams, um, you know, excluding Jake, James, and Brandon, uh, he's the lowest in terms of points for. So that could definitely hurt him when it comes to a, a tiebreaker. Yeah. 
Indeed. Uh, Andrew, can can you translate this for me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. You just unlocked what is on page 42 of the Book of Secrets. <gasps> what is it? It's a secret. <laughs> what? No, dang it. I'll have uh, I'll have Nick Cage come and and tell you whisper it into your ear right before bed tonight. Oh, I love that. He hasn't visited me in so long. Hope he's on the street. What is that guy up to? I don't know. He says he says it's because he's social distancing, but he he stopped coming like two years ago. So I don't know, man. Well, it's because of that knowing movie. He saw the pandemic oh, happening damn. in the numbers. Man. Couldn't stop it though. Couldn't <laughs> stop. That's the one thing. Like, if he knew it was coming, why didn't yeah. he like, stop it? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Instead, hmm. man. Well, we know what might be coming for Clay. It's actually about 50%. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of that transition. What's what's fifty seven percent? Forty seven percent. Oh, for what's forty seven percent? That's uh, Clay's current odds of making the playoffs. Oh, that's nice. You know, it's less than fifty percent though. That is just under. We'll only need forty seven coins, and then another forty seven coins. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, he's sitting at forty seven percent which uh, is a little jump up from where he was last week. He was sitting at 44%. So moving on up, um, having Christian McCaffrey back, I think week 11 is his projected return, uh, maybe week 12. So uh, definitely will be benefited if he can come back. Um, Meanwhile, source of error, quite a big fall. Uh, from last week. He was sitting at the top with 69%, now sitting nice. at just 31% after a loss. That's that's a pretty crazy drop there. Yeah, looking at... Man, yeah. It's, uh, let's see, what, what are his remaining games that he has to play? I think he's got a, a pretty tough schedule. He's going up against Luke in Week 11, and then Week 12, he's got Cy, and Week 13... He has uh, Jake. So a little bit easier on that week 13, um, just based on record alone. Um, But yeah, these next two weeks could be pretty tough. And that's going to round out the uh, current projected playoff odds. Yeah, three weeks to go. There's going to be some exciting matchups in here for sure. Um, Just looking at week 11 here. We have Luke against Sean, uh, two playoff contenders, and Cy against David, and myself against Clay. So those are kind of the Ooh. three uh, games to watch in terms of the playoff standings. Uh, those could have the biggest movers in there. And um, yeah, the week following, Jackson versus myself, Clay against Luke, James against Brandon, Sean against Cy. Uh, Zach against Matt Zabel and David against Jake. Those are all pretty good matchups that are going to have some significant, you know, significant impact on these playoff odds. So 
I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we start to see some teams jumping around based on, on wins and losses. So it's getting down to crunch time. Yeah. Every, you know, every decision counts and, uh, you know, better, better start the right players or you could end up like Jake and lose and leave points on the bench. Don't do it, but don't, don't overthink do it. it though. Right. Oh my goodness. That's, that's you probably worse. It's is way worse. But don't hey, don't underthink it. This is serious. Put in some thought. Come on. Don't give up. And don't just oh my god. But oh my god, do not overthink it. No. Never. Well that is our sage advice. Our wisdom. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's oh I think that's about it, Andrew. I think we're tapped out. I'm tapped out. I'll uh, start working on these patents for these solid inventions that we have. And oh, thank you. Yes, it's, we're going to need those. We're going to need those. Um, mm-hmm. But I look forward to talking with you, James, and talking about other people, either behind their back if they don't listen, or or in front of their back. In front of their back, yeah. Or between their ears which is the illusion that happens when you listen to stuff with earbuds in. It's like, it's like we're inside your brain and just speaking words right, right inside your little folds. Think about that. Our voice, the wavelength mm-hmm. of our vocal cords. Yeah. We're just, now... we're just right in there. We're just, we're just getting snuggling up in the Ooh. gray matter. You're just getting nice and comfy. It's like, Oh, it's a little squishy. Oh, we'll just snuggle on in. Oh my God! What's that in Luke's brain over there? What's it? Oh, what? oh, it's like it's kind of crunchy. I don't know what that is. It's a little crunchy. Yeah, it's very oh, crunchy. Oh, it's a Cheeto. What? How did, how did a Cheeto how did, get? How did? Up hey, in how did? How did you how get did in here, little guy? I'm gonna grab you to have a little have a little brain Cheeto snack right here. Oh, thank you, brain Cheeto snack. I feel. Hmm. Nerd. Yum yum! Give me some. Well, we won't uh, stay in your brain too long. I don't want to get charged rent or anything. No, yeah, I don't want to get that Cheeto dust all over. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Well, thank you for tuning in to another. I would say fantastic episode of Commissioner's Corner. Yeah. But we'll leave it up to the thousands of iTunes uh, reviewers and, and commenters and subscribers to let us know. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just stay in this little brain. Yeah, maybe we'll just stay in a little brain. I like to. I like to imagine that we're in Luke's brain specifically. Yeah. Even if you're not Luke listening to this. Hey, hey, Luke. Hey, Luke. We're inside your brain. How's it feel? Right here inside your brain. Inside your brain. I'm gonna take a quick trip over to David's brain, actually. Oh, okay. I'll just stay here in Luke's brain, but I'll I'll wave to you through his ear canal. Oh, hey there, Luke's brain. I'm David's oh, hey. brain. Hey, David's brain. I just need to. How, how you doing? Oh, I'm how... doing. I'm doing great. What you what you what you wearing today? What you wearing tonight? Well, I can, can tell you. I don't have anything on my bum because it's hanging out the window. 
Wink. Did we do it? Is that yeah, it? I think, we, I think we, we escaped. <laughs> we escaped. <Ooh. sighs> oh my god! Oh, man.